G'day, it's Phil Edwards, Vision CEO here, with a quick invitation to become part of this amazing beacon of hope called Vision. Together we can put our love into action to help people of all kinds build or rebuild their lives on the truth of God. Please consider the part you can play during our upcoming Visionathon appeal, remembering that it's your support that makes Vision possible, including this podcast. Audio on demand from Vision Christian Media. History Makers with Matt Prater. Coming off of drugs, you're going to have emotional problems, but I kept chasing after God. And he's using this vehicle to bring people out of the dark into the light. And I went forward and I knelt at the front, and it, it was a radical conversion experience. And that's where the big change happened, and that's where we decided we're going to use our music for God, we're going to change our songs. When I was about 25-year-old, I was uh, busted and into jail, and it was there that I came to the Lord. History Makers with Matt Prater. Hi and welcome to History Makers, I'm Matt Prater Today we're chatting with Bethany Bolmers Who's part of the pastoral team at Gateway Church in Melbourne And she's also involved in worship, singing, singer-songwriter Does a lot of great stuff, we're going to hear a bit of a story uh, Welcome along uh, Bethany, let's hear a bit of your story Whereabouts were you born and raised? Thanks for having me Matt um, Yes, yeah, so I'm from Melbourne and I've grown up on the Mornington Peninsula uh, down southeastern suburbs and born and raised in the same church. I'm now in my 30s and um, I'm still <laughs> going strong with my family's <laughs> local church. And, and and so did you have like a religious upbringing? You were, you were right in, you know, Sunday school, you know, were you worship leading at the age of three? Like t- tell us how you got oh into it. Oh, my gosh, <laughs> you know it. You, you picked it. Yeah, so um, my, my parents um, started Gateway, um, the senior pastors. They're still now 30. Five years later, so I grew up in that church and me and my family still attend that church. And so, yeah, I, I grew up with a very Christian un, uh, understanding of, of the world. And um, I started uh, stepping into like the youth ministry, as mm-hmm. you do when you're growing up in the local church and worship leading from when I was about 16. Yeah, so I, oh my goodness, what's that now? That's nearly 20 years of worship <laughs> leading. Um, I just didn't leave it. So... Yeah, that's my story. So I'm always curious to know. So growing up, you know, as a pastor's kid, uh, <laughs> you obviously go to everything as a kid. But w- was there <laughs> Have a your life spoken about it every every um, <laughs> preaching moment? That's too. right. That's right. <laughs> and is there was there a moment where you went, "Yep, that's when I crossed the line of faith," or did you just always believe? I think it was a gradual unfolding for me, and I, I feel like. There's a level of understanding you have that's such a blessing when you grow up in the the, the house of God, um, but then life experience you go through school, you go through uni, um, and it's the little moments where God just continues to reveal Himself to you. And that was kind of my experience where it it, it went from I'm doing this because I'm in a rhythm of what my family has set before me. Mm. Um, it went from that kind of an experience to I can't. I can't deny that God is present and real for me personally. Um, you know, you go through some difficulties. Like I had some oh, little classic rite of passage stuff, you know, being um, bullied in high school. or And um, that just really cemented my personal relationship and friendships with Jesus and that um, then set me up for, I guess, realizing that this is beyond just my family's faith and it's my personal faith. Tell us a bit about your career. Like, what did you do when you finished school? 
I always knew on some level that I would want to be involved in church, that I was I think God was talking to me from a very early age about being a pastor, but being a pastor's kid, I was like, um, I'm not sure about that. Uh, you have to convince me, God. But So I knew on some, some level I wanted to do that, uh, but I was also really wanting to get some life experience and do something else before that. I thought, I'll, I'll do that when I'm older, you know. <laughs> so I went in um, after high school and studied uh, professional communications and at uni and then I went into PR and communications and um, did agency work. Um, so I did um, communications for things like Disney and uh, McDonald's and then I, I finished that part of my career at the Social Enterprise Thank You. They do the um, the, the hand soaps and the water. I don't know if you've, yeah. you've heard of those guys. Yeah. Amazing opportunity. That was a fun team to work with. Um, so that that was my experience, you know, social media and PR for those kind of businesses. And then when I got called into ministry earlier than I thought, I was really excited to bring that skill set um, into church. So I'm curious to know a bit about your time with Thank You. So yeah, mm. people may have seen the, the water bottles and the hand sanitizer and things. That's uh, run by a Christian guy. Tell us a bit about uh, what they do. Yeah, so... Such an inspiring company to be a part of. Um, so he, as a young man, felt really called to do something about the poverty and the injustice that he saw in the world. And they just basically uh, created this product where you could be a part of changing the world and ending poverty just by purchasing everyday items. And they really fought for themselves. They were really young. Um, and their whole story and trajectory of how they got their products into local supermarkets, um, commissioning the community through social media was is really inspiring. So to be a part of that kind of energy was great, but more so what was really incredible is uh, I think growing, growing up in the church, you grow up around incredible leadership and uh, um, it's a real honour to, you know, have great inspiring leaders over you every week. Um, and to work under Daniel, it was I, I was schooled again about inspiration and and I guess leadership and then finding out that he had a faith was really cool to see the um, kind of how he was trailblazing in this secular kind of industry and he had such a strong faith in Jesus. That was really cool mm. um, to, to work underneath. So it's definitely a secular business. They've got all sorts of beautiful people working for them, but they just created opportunity for you know, optional prayer meetings on a Monday morning and things like that where you could still step in and in, and, and um, engage in that space for your workplace, which I thought was really, I hadn't seen before. I'd, I'd come from a church background, stepped into a heavily secular space with, you know, McDonald's and uh, Disney, and then to step into this hybrid of like knowing how you can really be praying for business opportunities and praying for God to open doors in your workspace was a really cool place to to work from. Well, what a great uh, training ground for you uh, then for ministry. Uh, mm. you, you, you're now involved in a great church uh, on staff, uh, Gateway. We, we, you've been in that church for all your life, but you, you're on staff there now. Uh, tell yeah. us about your role. What, what do you do there? Yeah, so I've, um, 
I've come on board as a, a pastor full time and it, I'm a pastor of communications and culture. So kind of taking um, what I've learned from my uh, my studies and my career and in, in that online and social and communication space and um, trying to bless our church with that and um, yeah, just help out our church community in that space. Um, and But alongside that, I also... Um, have been worship leading since I was 16 and do some, pre- some preaching and things like that as well. Now, I've interviewed your dad before, uh, Rick Painter. Ah, and yes. he's, uh, I remember him sh- sharing something about, I think your mum has like a, a rich heritage in her family line, like family was in ministry or missions or something. What, what was your, your mum's background? Yeah, absolutely. So um, it's funny that my parents getting married was like a combo of two different worlds. My dad was a first-generation Christian, and my mum has many, many sorry generations of faith behind her. My great-great-great-great-uncle wrote Joy to the World. So there's like songwriting and faith heritage on my mother's side. Um, so hang on, hang on. And- Joy to the World, like the Christmas carol. Christmas Carol. Oh yeah. my yeah, goodness, that, that is so cool. <laughs> it's so fun. I know. And I mean, it's a very distant uncle, but it's 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 still cool that that's like the incredible way that God just brings people together. That we as a church have a, um, a mission in Papua New Guinea, and then to um, my 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 grandfather, my mum's father, was actually born in Papua New Guinea, and um, it's just crazy how those worlds aligned in mm. that sense that my mother ended up marrying a man where who God called him to step into that space when her family heritage and history is that same land. It's just, yeah, really cool. And you guys actually have a lot of mission work in PNG. Uh, what's that look like? Mm. Yeah, so we started the Gateway Children's Fund um, that now has around 300 kids in school there providing education in the, I guess you call it slums of Port Moresby. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, education is is a challenge over there. And as we all know, education equals opportunity. So um, Rick, my dad, connected with a local pastor many, many years ago over there. And he was like a peacekeeper in that, in that space. And together they really started by um, planning churches and ministering to the community. And this was nearly 30 years ago now, um, and then from that space, you just start asking the community, what do you need, right? That's what our heart is as Christians, is how can we how can we care for you? How can we help you? And we realized they needed health care. They needed education for their children. So they started playgroups, um, which then developed, once you've finished playgroup, you need a school. <laughs> so now there's currently, I think, nearly 300 kids in, uh, enrolled in that school, the Gateway Children's Fund School, and... Yeah, it's just amazing to see the impact on the community when you can lift one kid up through education, how they go home and we've heard stories of, you know, teaching teaching their parents and their siblings mm. what they're learning at school. It's just amazing to see the ripple effect. Yeah, that's wonderful. I'd had the privilege of visiting PNG a couple of years ago for some ministry and it just uh, changed my life. What a beautiful, wow. beautiful bunch of people up there. I went up to uh, Goroka up in the... Uh, oh, yes. Yeah, we love Goroka. We had a church in Goroka for many years. Oh, beautiful, yeah. beautiful people. And hopefully I'll get back there one day. Now, the other thing yeah. for you that I'm curious about is your songwriting. So you guys mm. have released a whole bunch of music over the years, uh, Gateway Church. Uh, if people want to look it up, how do they find your music? 
Yeah, just type in um, Gateway Youth Music into Spotify and you'll be able to find... There's a lot of different Gateway worships, I think, but Gateway Youth Music, you'll find our our um, EPs that we've released over the years. Mm-hmm. Um, and we're also Gateway Youth Music on social platforms. You'll be able to find us like Facebook and Instagram. Very cool. And I went to a, a conference at the Gold Coast where we were singing some of your songs and I thought, I've got to, mm. I've got to find out about these songs because, uh, you know, they're really great upbeat songs. Tell us a bit about how you write your songs, how they come to you. I think we're on our 11th EP now, Matt. And um, so it was quite few years ago where we just we, we we have a thumbprint at our church gateway of creativity and 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 music and theater so along with that attracts creative people you people who love to sing people who love to perform and write so at the time uh, we had some really gifted songwriters and musicians in our community who were like let's put to sound something that's of the heartbeat of our church, what is God saying to our community? Let's start singing that over our church. So let's start writing. And it's funny because we're not a band. We don't have a set crew that travel and tour or, you know, we're not trying to do a world tour type vibe. It's just more we were a church that knew that God had a heart for our people and and had something to say and, and wanted us to sing out promises he had for us. So we thought, let's get writing. So it just really started with that, just the kids getting together and going, what is God saying to us in this time? How can we resource our church with this worship? And we have a big youth camp. It's crazy. It's, it's, it's weird how big it is for the size church that we have called Camp No Fear. And that is every January. I think we take about 400 people down to um, our local campsite. And um, we started by just releasing the EPs there and writing the writing the music for that moment for those kids to to remember what God had done, because you know how amazing those youth camps can be for that pilgrimage of getting away from life, making friends, having a life change moment. We thought these songs could be something that could equip these kids and they could carry, you know, the the promises of God and and that worship with them out of the camp into their schools and into their homes. Um, and that's really where the heart of it started. And we just didn't stop. We just kept writing from year to year. And then now, yeah, 11, 11 years on, we're still writing. Awesome. Well, it's such great music and I encourage people to check out Gateway Youth Music uh, on Spotify and uh, they can look up the Facebook page, Gateway Church Australia, uh, see uh, some of the worship clips there and the the online church services you've uploaded too. There's lots of good stuff there. And you do a lot of uh, musicals and stuff as well. What kind of uh, musicals have you done over the years? Oh, my goodness. Yeah, we're we're a bit strange in that sense. We love to do just your – we would do beautiful Christmassy shows and things like that too. But my ma- my mother is a um is a arts teacher background that has now come on board alongside my father in the church and is the worship pastor. Um, so she's a very creative soul. So we've done everything from your drowsy chaperone to your hairspray, um, all these incredible secular uh, Broadway shows, um, because we just have a heart to draw people into the community of God, and we just see that as a great way to um, have fun. And also the community, I've I've seen the biggest impact on those who are involved in the shows too, the family that it creates for people who hasn't stepped inside a church before but are encouraged and built up and a part of putting on a show like Drowsy Chaperone. Um, 
And then they go, hey, these people, I've never been a part of a theatre show that's this encouraging or uplifting. And they end up checking out what we're about. And yeah. that's, that's the exciting thing for us is how we can open doors for people. I think Marcy calls it um, telling stories of redemption that really open doors, yes, yeah, for people in the faith. Mm, wonderful. Well, it's so good to hear of a uh, creative church like yours, putting on musicals and producing albums. And I know you do lots of great stuff at your church. Uh, it's a great church, Gateway Church in Melbourne. And uh, if people want to search up, uh, they can find the website, gateway.asn.au. Is that the best website? Yeah, perfect. Yep, they can check that out also on Facebook and they can look them up on Spotify and all those things too. Thanks, Matt. We'll chat soon. It is so good to hear your story today, Bethany. I reckon you're a history maker. Thanks so much for joining us. <laughs> if you'd like to hear this conversation again, listen online anytime at historymakersradio.com. There you'll also find links to all of our social media channels and you can subscribe to our iTunes podcast. History Makers is a faith-based ministry and we want to thank everyone for their generous support. If you've got a suggestion of anyone we should interview, send us an email, info at historymakersradio.com. God bless. I'm Matt Prater and my challenge to you now is to go and make history. This year is the 50th anniversary for the Bible League. They're celebrating all that God's done in their ministry and they're praying into all that He's going to do in the next 50 years. Ephesians 3.20 says that God is able to do immeasurably more than all we ask or imagine according to His power that's at work within us. To Him be the glory of the church and in Christ Jesus throughout all generations. If you'd like to support the Bible League as they reach the generations to come, go to BibleLeague.com.au. Station sponsor. Thanks for taking time to listen to this audio on demand from Vision Christian Media. To find out more about us, go to vision.org.au.